0: It's the MC's Country Cafe Coaches Show with Jeff Blankman. Friday night was a busy night, but not a great night for the local basketball teams. Both the girls and boys end up going at 2-8 on the night. We've got a lot of coaches to get to. We're going to quickly run you through the scores again, all the individual stats, the recaps, the stats, the stories, all that stuff available for both girls and boys basketball on the Branch Exterior Sports Report at 1380kcim.com. We're going to start off again with girls basketball as South Central Calhoun fell The number one. New Fonda played well but lost 55 to 46. Kemper lost as well on the road last night, losing to Lewis Central 48 32. The Carroll Tigers also fell to Ballard at 58 16. Ballard ranked in the top five. Audubon Wheelers picked up a 41, excuse me, Audubon Wheelers. Felt 41 to 39 last night. Elsewhere in girls basketball, it was I.K. Manning losing to Trainer 52 to 17. Coon Rapids Bear down Darweva 52 to 15. It was also uh, Glidden-Ralston knocking off West Harrison 57 to 34. East Sand County lost it to Sioux Central 60 to 35. Peyton-Chardon fell to Woodbine 95 to 23. We flip over now to the boys' side of things. It was Carroll losing at Ballard, 72-65. Kemper fell last night at Lewis Central, 54-44. Coon Rapids-Baird held on to beat Arweva, 53-48. It was Audubon knocking off Underwood, 56-39. I.K.M. Manning lost to Trainer 65-35. South Central Calhoun knocked off by Newell Fonda, 68-56. Peyton Chardin falls to Woodbine 71-57. It was Eastside County losing to Sioux Central by a final of 55-42. And Glidner Alston falls to West Harrison by a final of 61-32. to Randy Beeson, the head boys basketball coach with the Carroll Tankers, said to join us next year on the MC Country Cafe Coaches
1: Show. It's that time of year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stopping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily specials, stop in today, try a slice of their homemade pie, a cup of soup, or all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food, locally owned and operated for over 27 years. MC's, located on Highway 30 East in Carroll.
0: Randy Beeson, the head boys basketball coach with the uh, Carroll Tigers joining us here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Tigers with a really tough week this week as far as the schedule goes. Um, last Saturday, again, took on number 2 DC Jeet and took on one of the conference leaders in Winterset on Tuesday night and then Friday against another one of the conference leaders in Ballard. Randy, I guess you can almost say that about every team in the conference for you guys it seems like right now.
2: Yeah, yeah there's a lot of good teams up at the top. So it was definitely uh, a... <laughs> A busy, fun week.
0: Would like to start with that DCG game or even the set game, but let's start with the one last night. A really good first half. You guys led it 40-33 to 33 at the halftime. Uh, sounded like shot the ball extremely well early. Just getting good looks in the offense or what was working so well?
2: Yeah, I was proud of our guys. Our guys came out right away. No fear and a lot of confidence. And uh, Tanner Gatto uh, had their six-seven guy guarding him. So... Uh, he likes to camp out underneath the basket, and he came out ready to go and knocked on a couple shots early on and hit a three for us as well. And, uh, Evan Hammer did a really nice job. They tried to switch up a little bit, so pretty soon the big guys start guarding Evan Hammer, and uh, Caleb did a nice job of coming off a ball screen and finding Evan, and Evan did a nice job of attacking the basket. So uh, those guys alone had nine or ten points there in the first half and, and did a really nice job. and we made shots, I and mean, we, we took care of the basketball and got good shots and got some shots to fall. So we came out of the game really well. And uh, defensively, uh, we did a pretty good job of slowing down Herman uh, in the first half as well, helping him to nine points. You know, he's averaging 27, 28 points. So uh, we were definitely pleased with uh, how we came out in the first half for sure.
0: Coach, they did get 33 in the first half, so who was scoring if you guys were able to contain the Herman kit?
2: Uh, Crowd hurt us a little bit, you know, we, we decided to switch it off and we tried to trap ball screens to get the ball out of Herman's hands, which uh, worked out well, uh, but unfortunately, you got Krog, uh six, seven guys going to play uh, football at Iowa, uh, that's finds his way underneath the basket, so when we did finally get him to miss, he's in perfect rebounding position, and he probably had five or six old boards and just layups and putbacks there in the first half, so uh, that hurt us a little bit, I mean, uh, Herman had nine and he had ten, and uh, you know, we said we were going to protect the paint, force jumpers. You know, they had a kid that comes off the bench and averages three or four points a game He hit two threes in the first half. and uh, Their shooter that we knew was a good shooter hit two threes as well. So, uh, you know, still at halftime, we gave up 33 points, but they were, for the most part, uh shot that we were willing to give up, especially the threes on the arc. We uh, would have done a little better job rebounding the ball. Uh, I would have been a little more confident because... We shot the ball extremely well and scored forty points, but you know it wasn't like we were up ten, twelve points, uh, like what we could have been if we would have done a little better job rebounding.
0: Is that kind of what the focus was during the halftime discussion?
2: Yeah, uh, you know we said we got to do a better job of keeping him out of there, and you know he's he's not a very good free throw shooter. So he said if you can't get it, just got to foul or try to tip that thing out of there. And uh, we we continue to say, you know. Uh, the threes won't beat us. It's it's the easy ones around the basket, and uh, unfortunately, in the second half, Eilie uh, uh, got going and got a couple easy ones around the basket, and had a couple uh, breakdowns. The kid number four we made two in the first half, hit another two in the second half. So uh, I mean, we knew he's a pretty good three point shooter. He just had had a game where he made a bunch of them like that. So uh, you know, not the best third quarter. We turned it over a little bit. We we're stuck on forty four for about five six minutes uh we got some good shots good open looks but they didn't fall and a couple of turnovers mixed in with uh, a couple of big threes out of those guys and all of a sudden it's tied ball game going in the fourth quarter even then you know they they had the momentum but we still felt like you know what let's let's find a way to grind this thing out and get a few stops and unfortunately in the fourth quarter things didn't change that much we we gave up a couple of easy ones they hit a couple of threes. Uh, again, and then uh, late in the game, we had to foul a little bit because we fell behind and uh, just couldn't get back into it.
0: Coach, uh, let's bounce back then to Tuesday. A much better game. Uh, you guys picked up a huge win. Kayla uh, Booth knocking down that late three, and then some free throws as you guys knocked off. Winter said, uh, coming off of a tough overtime loss to number two, DCG, where I thought you guys played really, really well on Saturday, uh, that had to be a ninth nice bounce back and had to really like how the guys came out and fought on Tuesday.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, it was it was a good game to start as well. I mean, we got up fourteen to ten after the first quarter, and we're was leading thirty one twenty four. So man, Caleb was phenomenal. Uh, he had four threes in the first half that game, and ended up with seven threes on the night. And you know, Winter's is a good team. They play that two three zone and make it really tough on you. So same way, in the third quarter, we struggled to to make shots, and we turned it over a little bit too much. So. Two games in a row where third quarter hasn't been good to us, but uh, we were able to get some stops down the stretch. And uh, once again, Caleb uh, Caleb hit a big three to to win that one, put us up one, and then hit two big free throws to kind of seal the deal and get us up by three. So he was really good uh, against Winterset and you know I didn't I didn't mention him much uh, uh, last night against Ballard, but he was he was really good again. He Ended up with five three, scored twenty nine points, uh, just. Really efficient, had six assists, five or six rebounds. So uh, he, he's been really good lately, and uh, he's such a good passer and such a good shooter. And, you know, late in the game, uh, he wants the ball in his hands and he's is, is able to make some plays. So, uh, yeah, that was definitely a fun one uh, Tuesday against Winterset.
0: The bad part of that game, Caden Cook uh, goes down with a bit of an injury, had to miss the game last night. Uh, how much does that hurt not having him on the floor, even though it looks like Tanner Gatto, who have replaced him probably in the starting lineup, played well last night?
2: Yeah, you know, Caden's one of those guys that just is always hustling, always in the right spot. You know, he's guarding the other team, he's best player. Uh, you know, he can get to the basket. Uh, he's a really good defender and a really, really good rebounder, so uh, he didn't play the whole fourth quarter against Winterset, and we still found a way to win. So, uh, you know, Tanner came in and, and took some of his minutes there and did a good job. And then, uh, last night, same way, you know, if you, if you told me we are going to go to Ballard and, uh, be without him and be on the road against a really good team like them and and be leading, leading the game 40-33 at halftime. I think we got up 12 at 1.2. Uh, I, I... <laughs> might question you a little bit. So, uh <laughs> the fact that we competed like what we did and we got out of the gate and we 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 had confidence. We attacked the basket, we weren't scared, uh shows a lot about our team and, you know, unfortunately we didn't make enough shots and get enough stops down the stretch, uh, against a really good team, but uh hopefully we'll get Kaden back soon. Uh, you know, Tanner did a nice job stepping in and, and Gus Carlson and Zach Garris had to play a few more minutes and, and did a nice job as well but Kaden's definitely one of those
0: guys that, that you miss out there. Coach, uh, got to let you talk about that DCG game. I know it was a loss, uh, and it was a tough one to lose because I, you know, I thought you guys outplayed them for probably 90% of that game, maybe even 95% of that game. That probably makes it even worse to, to come away with the loss. But uh, what a tremendous performance, and what a great basketball game uh, last Saturday.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, they're, they're ranked first now, I think, and uh, we're second at the time, and they've been in the top five all year. So uh, we knew we were going to have our hands full, and uh, once again, we got out of the gate really well. Uh, the first couple of quarters, we've been pretty good and taken care of the basketball and got good shots. We are leading at halftime by three. I think we kind of pushed the the lead there to five or six at one point, and uh, even in the fourth quarter, I think we, we took the lead by four or five with about six minutes to go. So... Uh, you know, a couple of their guys got loose, hit a couple of threes late in the game, and uh, you know, we we sent it to overtime. We got a big stop to send it to overtime, and and uh, overtime they hit two two threes back to back, and once again we just couldn't, couldn't recover from that. So, you know, we <laughs> we played three really good teams this week. You know, uh, DCG being in the top five, uh, set and Ballard. Uh, even though they've had a few losses to the other top teams in the conference, I think they're they're really good teams too. So, uh, you know, I told the guys after our loss last night that we can't hang our head. You know, we got another big game on Tuesday. You just got to enjoy the process. You know, it's even though it's tough to lose games, you got to enjoy playing in big games like that and understand that's all to try to get us a little bit better so that we're ready to go come district time.
0: Well, Coach, as always, appreciate your time. Uh, Best of luck coming up. Bondurant, Farrar on Tuesday. You guys get them at home. So appreciate all the time. I know you got a busy day today with you guys hosting the Raccoon River Conference Wrestling Tournament. So I'll let you go here today, uh, but appreciate the time as always.
2: Yep, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it.
0: You bet. Head Coach Randy Beeson again with the Boys basketball team. Back from or more from the MC Country Cafe Coaching Show next year on KCIM. What's
3: all this buzz about? Hi, this is Kyle Bauer with New Way Ford and Coon Rapids. Along with selling new and quality pre-owned vehicles, we here at New Way Ford offer Warranty Forever. Warranty Forever is an exclusive warranty only offered here at New Way Ford and our sister dealership. New Way Auto in Jefferson. This warranty covers items such as engine, transmission, and drivetrain for as long as you own the vehicle. There is no cost to you and no deductibles, just a peace of mind. We also offer financing for all types of credits. New Way Ford, Highway 141, Coon Rapids.
0: Let's talk a little Kemper boys basketball right now. Sean Minahan, the head coach uh, for the night, uh, joining us here. And, uh, Coach, uh, a good week for you guys in a way. Had a really good performance last Saturday. Uh, Sounds like you played well uh, up until maybe late uh, on Saturday. Friday night down at Lewis Central. Let's start last Saturday. Um, you guys headed now into the Gilbert Tournament. Uh, you guys have been in that for a number of years now and uh, picked up a really nice win against an undefeated um, Martinsdale St. Mary's Ball Club. So we'll start with that. that. That one had to feel really good.
4: Yeah, I mean, guys went out, executed, played really well. Um, from a defensive standpoint, we really liked our execution. Um, you know, they hit a couple shots early on. Um, we missed a couple of rotations, but then once the second half, we we really do- played a dominant um, second half defensively, and that was exciting to see.
0: What was the game plan? Did you guys execute it as well as you had hoped in that game? Because it looked like you put together a really good one.
4: Yeah, I mean, the number one focus was, to, uh, you know, uh, they had five guys that played the majority of their minutes. Um, we wanted to make sure the Franny kid, their point guard, he has averaging over 22 points a game. He led the state in threes, um, both in three-point makes. He had over 60 made threes going into the game. Um, we held him to two. Uh, he got one early and then one a little bit later, I think, in the first half. And then um, uh, we had a couple different guys guarding him, Nate Overmole, uh, Carter Putney, and then Carson Caney. all took turns guarding him, and they all did a really good job.
0: Yeah, really forced him into some tough shots. I remember making a comment during the game that he took kind of about a 26, 27 footer and it was a step back, kind of a fadeaway. And I said, you know, he's a great shooter. I says, I'll give him that look 10 times though. He's might going to make it one or two, but that's just the defensive pressure you guys had on him, I thought, all day long. Uh, Coach, I thought the other thing you guys did a really nice job of uh, getting the ball inside, kind of starting the offense. The three point shots fell for you last Friday, not quite so much on Saturday, but you guys did a nice job kind of getting that inside game established.
4: Yeah, um, you know, the guys did a good job of, the guards did a really good job of getting the ball inside, Isaac was really efficient around the rim, you know, um, he, he's really kind of coming around, coming into his own from, you know, scoring inside standpoint, getting some good shots, tennis, uh, DJ was really aggressive, uh, so he did a good job there, and then, you know, those guys combined to rebound really well, and Isaac, Evan, or not, sorry, uh, Evan Adams also did some nice stuff, he had 11 rebounds for us, so he was very physical for us, and and really battled. So, you know, those three big guys combined to kind of really dominate the whole second half.
0: Yeah, you guys really controlled the second half. What stood out for you about the second half performance and the confidence that you guys played with?
4: Just that, just the three big guys, you know, they dominated the the, the rebound from a rebounding standpoint. Um the our perimeter defense by our guards was really good. Um, to, to force long and contested shots, and then our, our big guys cleaned it up with, from a rebounding standpoint. And then offensively, our uh, you know, our guards did a good job of getting the ball inside to DJ, getting it inside to Isaac. Um, Evan didn't have a lot of points, but, you know, his his the difference he made in the game was mainly from a rebounding standpoint.
0: Absolutely. Coach, you guys able to take some of that momentum from Saturday's big win um and used that uh, last night down at Lewis Central. Another long road trip for you guys. It seems like that's what the last couple of weeks have been for you guys, but uh, a good start to the game. Was some of that taking that momentum from Saturday?
4: Um uh yes and no. I mean uh we we were shorthanded a little bit. Uh Dawson Gifford was out with a with a knee sprain, so um we're hoping to get him back. But our guys stepped up. We you know, it's it's one of those things where they're sitting with their their game with uh Harlan on Friday will be to decide the you know who's conference champion. So um they're a really good team there. They have eight wins in the conference now after beating us last night. So uh we want to go in there and battle. They had started a bunch of se- they have a bunch of seniors um that play. They got a junior and a sophomore that play, but for the most part it's they're they're a pretty senior heavy team. Uh and you know we went out there, rolled out uh starting lineup ahead um three sophomores and a freshman, and then one senior. So, uh, you know, our youth showed from a both a maturity standpoint at times but more so just a, a physical standpoint. You know, they were 4A champions, state champions in football. They're they're big, they're athletic, they look like football players. Um, but they did some nice things on the basketball court as well. We, you know, we, we did a good job of really fighting and competing. We just weren't quite strong enough to make some of the plays we, we wanted to inside. Um, and we just didn't shoot the ball the way we were capable of.
0: Down four I know in the third quarter. Uh, so what either offensive or defensively kept you guys within striking distance there late in the ballgame?
4: Um, you know, really we did a really good job in coming out in the third quarter. We we had uh, kind of grabbed hold of the energy, played our best defense was in stretch we had was that first half of the third quarter. Um coming out of halftime. Our guys were really locked in, communicated really well, created some turnovers. Um couple of run out opportunities. Um but more most importantly the guards did a really good job of getting the ball um inside and then Isaac and, and Evan and, and Evan Adams both did a good job, got some good looks. DJ got some good looks um inside. Uh then they called a timeout. We got one more stop after that. But the problem was we went we had seven straight possessions where we didn't get a bucket. Mm-hmm. Um and they were able to extend the lead that carried over into the fourth quarter and um so from down to four, it, and then it was seven to ten, on eleven. You know, I think they might have got it up to fourteen, and then, we'll, you know, we'd bring it down to five or six, and then they it was just kind of yo yo back and forth through most of the fourth quarter, usually hanging around that seven point mark.
0: You mentioned eight straight trips without scoring. Did you get get good looks on those. Was it just shots not falling, or did they do something defensively to create some turnovers or tough shots? Um, a
4: little bit of both. You know, we got some good looks that just didn't want to go for us. Um, Couple times we had um, runouts in transition where I just I felt like we weren't aggressive enough. Um, we had we had the ball, we um, were pushing it with numbers, um, and we just didn't do a good job of, of challenging the defense to maybe make, make them gamble and take a guess. And and we, and we shot contested, tough contested layups against bigger, more stronger, more athletic guys. Um, and then one time we simply had a chance to just outrun them, and we we didn't um, we didn't really attempt to. We kind of held pace with them, and then tried to tried to ball fake it, and then we just weren't able to capitalize. So we left oh, at least four, if not six points there, just in transition there in that stretch. So that was all well frustrating. Um, and then you know we we took some take takes to the rim. They were physical with us. Uh, it was a very physical game. Uh, so we just weren't quite strong enough to finish, and and, uh, they weren't really calling fouls for either team in that second half from that standpoint, and that just didn't play to our advantage. We only shot two free throws in the second half, and that hurt us.
0: Coach, not a lot of time to bounce back. You mentioned Harlan Lewis Central going to be playing for the conference championship. You guys still have an opportunity to kind of put your foot in there a little bit to, and, and make some noise. you got Harlan on the road Tuesday night, a, a win there, uh, kind of upsets their chances of maybe that conference title.
4: Uh, well, we already played our um, Harlan for the conference game because only half of our okay. games. Every other game, that's right. I forgot that. Twice, it's kind of random. And our conference game with Harlan was already was already played and already decided. So, um, you know, the one on Tuesdays it will be a non-conference game. But just from a from a confidence standpoint, it's very big for us. Um, going into Harlan is a, it's really tough place to play. Um, and I thought we had a good chance with to match up with Harlan and compete with them and get them early in the year. And and Absolutely. they came in and they had. They had different thoughts in mind, and they played played extremely well. Um, right now, they're, uh I don't know if they're kind of tailoring off a little bit, but right now they're you know they're they're right for the taking if we can go out and play some good basketball. Biggest thing we, we talked about with our guys is getting better and more consistent. You know, part of the the youth that we have is uh, you don't you see a lot of you flash a lot of potential, um, but the consistency standpoint isn't always there. So. Um, When we get more consistent, we're going to be really tough to beat.
0: Well, Coach, I tell you what, after 18 years of being here covering basketball, you think I'd remember one of these years that you guys don't play everybody twice in the conference. So appreciate you pointing Uh that out. Uh, But uh, appreciate you coming on here with us today. Best of luck coming up on Tuesday night down at Harlan. And even if it's not a conference game, go down and get them.
4: Absolutely. Thank you so much.
0: You bet. Head coach again, John Minahan with the uh, Kemper Boys basketball team. Back with more from MCs next year on KCIM.
1: It's that time of year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stopping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily specials, stop in today, try a slice of their homemade pie, a cup of soup, or all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food, locally owned and operated for over 27 years. MC's, located on Highway 30 East in Carroll. We're back here at the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Tyler Tryon, the head
0: coach for the Kemper Girls, joining us here tonight. A couple of long road trips uh, this uh, last week. Monday they headed up to Spirit Lake, and then last night heading down to Lewis Central, uh, down in Council Bluffs. Coach, uh, appreciate the time. Man, you've seen a lot of uh, windshield minutes this week. This week, last couple weeks.
3: I've been on Highway 71 more in the last couple weeks than I have been in the last couple years
0: how you guys holding up with all this traveling you're back home today um so you guys are going to be hosting Sioux City North I'll actually have that broadcast looking forward to getting a chance to see the girls play again but uh let's talk about how how you you guys holding up through all these long road trips here as of late
3: well it's pretty bad when you go to Council Bluffs and it's a short trip (laughs) (laughs) but we've been yeah we've been uh yeah been on the road a lot but um you know the the girls are hanging in there, and actually, uh, believe it or not, they're they're getting tougher as we go along. So it's it's been okay.
0: Good first half for you guys, especially defensively. Um, you guys down at Lewis Central again, up seventeen fifteen at the halftime. Gave up just two points in the second quarter. The problem was only scored five yourself. But uh, that first half had to be kind of fun, and you had to be pretty pleased going into the break.
3: You know, we've kind of retooled our philosophy. We we've become pretty good defensively and we're we're starting to kind of hang our hat on that as as points are kind of coming in a premium we uh you know we're emphasizing defense more and and like each possession we we break it down by possession to see how many stops we can get in a row and and we kind of employed that tonight and the, the girls really responded the first half and uh, played fantastic defensively and went after the ball, rebounded the ball well. Uh, but the problem is, is when you exert the energy that we did, it you know it kind of affects your offense a bit as the girls get used to it. And you know we we don't have a ton of depth, but the the depth that we do come in and they can kind of help out defensively, but we continue to kind of struggle on offensive end.
0: Coach, uh, who played well for you last night? Kind of looking through your numbers here. I know Kate ended up in double digits. Franny Glenn had 11 board for you. Quet blocking shots as she always does and rebounding. But who who kind of stood out for you a little bit on, on Friday night?
3: Well, continue, or Kate continues to kind of make us go offensively. But it, it was defensively, it was a collective team effort. You know, we're playing. We played Lewis Central, who at one point was rated in 4A, and and we held them. I mean, we had we had a lead at halftime, and it was it was all because of defense that we, you know, the girls focused in, and we we got a lot of energy off off our bench. That not not necessarily the girls playing, but girls that were engaged and and encouraging their teammates and stuff. Every time we got to stop, and uh, we rebounded the ball well. Laquette, you know, she got held down the middle and blocked some shots, and then she rebounded well, and then Franny really played her tail off and and got some good rebounds, and and it was, like I said, it was a collective effort defensively, and and, uh, I sound like a broken record, but apparently one of these days things are going to start clicking on offense for us.
0: How did they get 22 in the third uh, last night? That's kind of where the game broke open and and kind of fell away from you guys, the way it looks.
3: They they exploited the kind of high post of our our defense, and – and made some buckets there. They hit a couple threes. And when they only averaged 43 a game and, and were about the same. So anytime you you go for 20 and a quarter, it f- feels like an explosion, even though we held them to, I, I think, two in the second quarter, that they, they threw a few shots in, and, and we did turn the ball over a couple times that led to some run outs, which still plagues us a bit. Uh, and again, I think, Fatigue's kind of an issue with that. As, as hard as the girls play, uh, eventually, you know, inevitably you're going to have some some mental lapses, and, and that's kind of what happened in the third quarter.
0: Coach, let's bounce back to Monday night, another long trip as you guys had to go to Spirit Lake. Um, as you've probably went back and watched that film and, and broke things down, what stands out to you about how the team played on Monday?
3: Well, the first thing that stands out is records aren't, Aren't indicative of of what you're going to go against because we ran into the best nine and eight team in the state. Because Spirit Lake is well coached and they they play some pretty good competition, but they're yep. they're long and they're athletic and they get up and down the floor and they played they played a zone that you know they they had a lot of length to it and they were active and and it was hard for us to get some looks and and then again we turned the ball over and it, it was off to the races and they would get out and and they got some easy shots again.
0: Coach, what do you guys take away from a tough non-conference game like that?
3: Well, you know, you try to be positive, and, and after going against a good three uh, A four A school like that, and, and Lewis Central, that if these tournament sectional pairings ever come out, hopefully we'll we'll see that we're uh, we'll be prepared to take on some two A teams, and and we'll be battle tested and and you know things will things will be all right for us
0: got a big one coming up today an opportunity to maybe uh, get kind of on the win streak going for you a little bit here and get on the winning side of things Sioux City North comes to town a a bigger school so the record may be a little bit deceiving as well with the conference that they play in and some of the competition they see but this a winnable game for you guys today what do you got to do to come out of there with that win
3: well coming off this long road trip last night it, we we have to come out with some energy and be able to try to lock it down on defense like we did last night in the first half but you know playing a, a big school like that you never know I i do know that uh rad mike power used to coach uh the gal that coaches uh the north stars and and they're going to play hard they you know their record's not it's they have a couple wins but uh, they're going to come down here and they're they're going to play hard. So we have to try to match that energy and intensity and and try to get some shots to go down.
0: Well, coach, we wish you the best of luck. Looking forward to seeing you and the girls a little bit later on today. Appreciate you joining us here this morning.
3: All right, sounds good. Thanks, Jeff.
0: You bet. Head coach Todd. Uh, excuse me, Tyler. Trying again with the Camper Boys. We'll be back with uh, more from the MC Country Cafe Coaching Show next year on KCIM.
1: Kristen Campisi with Kathy Steffes from DePaco Community Credit Union in Carroll. 2022 is here, Kathy. What a great time to start organizing your finances for, for 2022 in the future. Absolutely. Just like your physical well-being, we benefit from our regular financial checkup. It's a great opportunity to review your goals, your budget, your investments, even legal documents like your power of attorney and will. There's a lot of organizing that you can do for the future. You know, ask yourself the tough questions. What if you're suddenly unable to care for yourself and your finances? Are you prepared? Let's take it a step further. Do you have a plan in place for when you pass away? And you also have to consider any life changes. Anytime you experience a life-changing event, it's important to review your accounts, insurance policies, and documents like your power of attorney and will. Make sure your accounts have the correct information and updated beneficiaries. We at Dupaco, we have a free money makeover that can help guide you through your financial checkup. You can either stop in, call us, or you can get some of our free financial tools and resources at dupaco.com learn. Keeping your finances on track in 2022, Dupaco Community Credit Union.
0: We're talking with Katie Cook now, the head girls basketball coach with the uh, Carroll Tigers. Tigers uh, falling to set and also to a very, very good Ballard Ball Club over the last week. Katie, appreciate you joining us on the, this Saturday morning. Oh, thanks for having me, Jeff. You bet. Coach, uh, let's go back to the game Tuesday. I called that game against Winterset. And, uh, I thought the girls came out, uh, played really sharp early on, uh, got a 12-6 to lead in that basketball game. Uh, things started to slip away a little bit in the second quarter, but uh, a really good start. I thought you guys were aggressive getting to the rim early, uh, able to get to the free throw line as well. Um, so a nice start for the game for you guys the other night.
5: Yeah, I was proud of the girls' effort. Said it's a very good basketball team. Um, we came out in our one-three-one, and the girls played tough.
0: How did you like that one-three-one early in the game the other night?
5: I think it gives teams a different look. There aren't a lot of people in our conference that do anything like that, um, and it, it's you know we're able to put some pressure on people out of the zone. So,
0: did you feel like it worked well most of the game for you?
5: Most of the game, um, you know, as the game went on, they kind of figured out some things that would would work. Uh, wore us down a little bit. I think we were getting a little winded. Um, but overall, yeah, I, I really like our our extended one three one that we like to throw at people.
0: What did you like about your offense early in the game? You talked to your moment ago about being aggressive, but it looked to me like you had a, a number of different players able to to get to the rim for you. Hannah Jorgensen, Cam Shabel. Uh, I thought Addie Clucky played well for you inside as well.
5: Right. We generally don't have just one or two girls that that do most of the scoring. It's usually a well-rounded effort. Um, and I, if I remember right, uh, Cam Shebel led us in scoring. She's been hot lately, so. Yep. And she's she's tough on the inside and the outside.
0: Yeah, been knocking down some threes. What have you seen from her that I, I think we've talked about it a little bit? Is it just confidence, or is it just finding a rhythm now shooting the ball?
5: You know, probably a little bit of both. Um, you know, and he, she finds a way to score. She she's offensive minded, and um, you know, not afraid to be aggressive and take that three.
0: You guys did get Maddie Tuning back the other night. Speaking of threes, I thought she had a big one. You guys were down 21-17 at half to Winterset. Hit a big three, and then Hannah Jorgensen put you guys up 22-21. to What you guys say? I know it was how many days ago, but what was the conversation like at halftime? What were you looking to do against Winterset in the second half?
5: You know, we, Well, we were sitting pretty good at halftime, um, so we were hoping to come out in the third and, and um, have a strong start. Things didn't go our way. Winterset um, turned it up a notch and, unfortunately, you know, came out on top. But we've we been really preaching about getting the ball in to you know, Addison Clarkie Josie Ayala on the inside and get our inside-outside game going, make ourselves tough to guard.
0: Coach, able to do that for a while, it was a twenty-two to nothing run. Hate to bring it up, but a twenty-two to nothing run that really kind of ended it. Jenna Young, uh, you guys held her under control for, you know, part of that game the other night, but she, she's just good enough that she's going to find a way to score.
5: Yeah, she's a she's a fantastic player, and for some reason, always um, has great games
0: against Carol. <laughs> so. Uh, let's move ahead. Uh, let's talk a little bit about last night. Uh, not a pretty game. Just one of those nights where, where nothing seemed to uh, to go well for you guys last night. Uh, you end up falling uh, at Ballard, uh, fifty eight. I think sixteen. The final score.
5: Yeah, we obviously struggled to score. Um, Ballard's an excellent ball club. They play really tough defense. Um, and we, so you know, going in, we knew that we knew we would have to. Our best chance was to. You know, guard our guard ourselves. Um, we had to get spots because we knew we would probably struggle to score a little bit. Um, we tried. We talked a little bit about our one three one earlier. Um, that didn't work so hot against Ballard. We got out of it pretty quick um, and went to our man, and we had more success with our with our half court man against them. Uh, we just couldn't keep pace with the scoring.
0: Coach, what do you take away from a, a game like last night? Uh, there's got to be things you try to build off of, I'm sure. So so you hate to have games like that, but what do you try to take away from a, a game like that?
5: Well, it's hard to kind of simulate that in practice. So, A, you know, it's going to make us better playing a team like that, um, and it can help us pinpoint some weaknesses we have on offense. Um yeah, points them out pretty quick, actually. <laughs> um, you know, and it's just it's just an, another pace. So you you come away with some pride in the fact that you don't give up, that you give your best effort regardless of the score, and that you you as a team can stick together and not start pointing fingers and that and that kind of thing. And and our girls have been great teammates to each other.
0: And Coach, that's something I heard Nick Brinks talking about that in the post game last night uh, for you guys. That uh, This is a team that uh, just has not quit and, and won't quit and played hard all the way through. Uh, you guys now get a shot at Bondurant for our at home coming up on Tuesday night. Uh, what are you looking at with that matchup?
5: Well, we when we played in Bondurant, um, I believe we lost by a bucket. So we're looking forward to a rematch. Um, hopefully have a good ball game. They've got a uh, strong inside presence with Kate Lappie. I think she's about six one. Um, really athletic girl. Uh, one of the top leaders in our conference in scoring. So we'll key in on her.
0: Coach, how nice will it be to to really just get that chance to be able to come back home uh, and get a home game uh, for this team?
5: Well. <laughs> You know all the driving we do in our conference. It's going to be really nice to be home.
0: Absolutely. So, you know,
5: the girls love playing at home on our court and having their friends and fans and families there. So It's always good to be home.
0: Well, Coach, I appreciate you joining us uh, after a tough one last night. appreciate all the time all season long. Uh, looking forward to catching up with you next week. Best of luck on Tuesday with for our. Thanks, Jeff. You met Head Coach Katie Cook again with the Carroll Girls Basketball Team. We're back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaching Show right here on KCIM.
1: Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... And Don't you just love the smell of old books? Ah.
3: Shh, this is a library.
2: Sorry, ma'am. We're looking for a book titled, Liberty Mutual Customizes Your Car Insurance So You Only Pay For What You Need. I don't think we carry that, but check nonfiction. Ah.
6: He really does devour literature. Please leave.
0: Only pay for what you
6: need.
1: Liberty, 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 liberty.
0: At Panera,
6: you can say yes to both of your cravings. We call it You Pick Two. And with over 465 pairings, you'll find a meal sure to satisfy any mood. Are you feeling both fresh and fun? Pick our Fuji apple salad with a new Thai chicken soup. Or maybe you're feeling classic and bold. Pair some creamy mac and cheese with our new citrus Asian crunch salad. Pick your perfect pair and order a you-pick two today. Panera, the familiar made fantastic.
0: Let's talk a little Kemper Wrestling here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Shane Vaughn, of course, the head coach for the night, joining us here as they get ready for the Hawkeye 10 Conference a meet coming up later on today. Uh, coach, appreciate you joining us here on this Saturday morning.
6: Yeah, glad to be here.
0: Coach, let's bounce back real quick. Uh, We talked a little bit last Friday about Kyra Walterman getting that opportunity to wrestle down at the Girls' State Tournament. Um, Now that it's over and stuff, and you probably had a chance to catch up with her, um, what was the experience like for her? What did she take away from him? And and how was the excitement of just getting a chance to be down there?
6: Yeah, um, I mean, she had emotions all over the place. Um, You know, she was really excited to get to compete. It was tough for her to to be there watching her first year of wrestling and unable to compete due to injury. So for her, just to be able to be there and experience, you know, going out on those mats, warming up, getting to compete, seeing your name in a bracket, like that was really cool for her. And then, you know, she had a heck of a tournament, um, winning two nice matches and having a couple other tough ones, but you know, she did really well overall and she knows that. And she's, you know, like I said, excited about the fact that she was able to compete and she's proud of her performance. But, you know, I also know that she's, uh, A little frustrated that she wasn't able to end up on the podium or win a couple more, but that's good because it's keeping her hungry and she's already talking about going back next year and doing a little more damage.
0: I know you've been a proponent of you know, and a fan of of girls wrestling uh, over the years and now that it's sanctioned, uh, your thoughts on that and what it'll mean for for girls wrestling at Kemper?
6: I think it's great for the sport. Um, I think one of the biggest things that hold young women back from trying it is that They don't want to practice or compete with boys, and they kind of view it as a male-dominated sport, which, I mean, it has been historically male-dominated, but this is huge for the growth of it, you know, as a sport as a whole. And so I think, um, you know, it's it's still a little foggy on how it's all going to work out, but I think having the opportunity to have more girls-only events and practices and camps and tournaments and stuff is going to be huge for the development of women's wrestling, across the state of Iowa at the high school and youth level, and I think we'll be able to convince more girls to give it a try purely based on the fact that it'll be a girls-only deal.
0: Coach uh, Kyra, not the only one to, to be in action for you guys as the boys headed down to the Rich Gray Classic at Interstate 35. Uh, really good overall finish, uh, finishing uh, fifth on the day, uh, 139 points, just a point and a half behind uh, I 35, the host school there, and a lot of individuals uh, doing really well. I know Shea Parkis and Cal Wanergro both finished up uh, undefeated, bringing home championship. Riley Parkis brought home a second place finish. So, uh, my guests, really pleased with how the day went for you guys last Saturday?
6: Yeah, I have. Um, You know, we went into it, taking it, you know, real seriously, obviously, but we kind of almost treated it like a state-type simulation where we went down the night before and stayed in the hotel and, you know, real focused through our warm-up and our preparation, and um, our, our guys competed really well and had a good finish, and as a team we had a good finish, so definitely not too upset about, um, you know, how we represented ourselves down there.
0: Seven of the 12 guys you took down uh, placed for you, five of those coming in the top five. Um, who stood out for you, uh, as guys we mentioned, too, already with championships that I'm sure did, but who else stood out for you individually that wrestled maybe their best you know, matches of the season last weekend?
6: Yeah, um, Riley Park has had a really gritty win in the semifinals over a real tough opponent, so that was good to see him uh, you know, get pushed right to the edge like that and power through and still grind out a tough win, Um Shea and Cal looked pretty dominant as usual. Um, Jake Earlbeck had a nice day. Uh, you, you know, across the board, we had a lot of nice little moments here and there, but those guys definitely had, you know, complete performances across the day.
0: You guys take that momentum into your, your quad that you were hosting on on Tuesday night. You entertained Dennis and Sleshwig, Glenwood and ACGC. I, I know kind of a tough loss to Glenwood the other night, but uh, you know, kind of cruised by Dennis and Slushwig and A C G C. How'd you guys feel coming out of the weekend heading into those?
6: We felt pretty confident heading into that. Um, you know, we had Glenwood's obviously a pretty historic wrestling program. They're they're always tough and they're pretty good this season as well, but that was a duel we felt we could go out and compete and take away from them and you know ultimately fell just short but um we battled with them you know that was a duel that a year ago we lost 58-15 and so to lose by two in that one this year and have it come down to the final match Mm -hmm. um really made us feel pretty good about the way our program's heading and the growth that these guys have had over the year
0: speaking of that growth what did you see and where's the biggest growth come in this program
6: um, you know, it's still a work in progress, but we're, we're working on the, the mentality aspect of it. The guys are really starting to believe that they belong on the mat with those tough guys and believing that they can do it. And, you know, the kind of why not aspect of it, the, you know, why not me? Why can't I go win this? And we're starting to see guys, um, you know, pull off wins that maybe years ago they wouldn't have or guys staying matches longer than they used to be able to and um, just kind of get a little tougher, a little more gutsy out there. And, that's been really fun to see and really cool to be a part of.
0: Coach dominated those other two matchups the other night, beating Dennis and Slush Week 60 to 12. You'll see them again, like Glenwood at the conference tournament and cruised by ACGC 64 to 18. So how much did getting those wins on Tuesday kind of energize this program coming off last weekend as well. And then the successes there, kind of heading into the Hawkeye Ten, help this team.
6: Yeah. Um, those are fun duels. You know, it's always nice to be at home and we had a pretty good crowd there and, the uh, the energy on our bench and our JV guys and guys that were not wrestling at the moment, um, you know they're really hyped up and into it, and so it feels like there's a lot of excitement around the team and within the program right now. So that's, um, you know, this is the right time of year for that energy and that excitement to have as we go into conference, sectionals, district, state, you know, hopefully regional duels as well. So this is an exciting time of year, and so for the program to be just kind of feeling good across the board is really nice.
0: Thoughts on uh, the Hawkeye 10 coming up today?
6: Looking forward to it. Um, it's always a grinder. You know, it's a tough wrestling conference. There's good kids from every school at every weight, and so it's a really good measuring stick to see where we're at at this time of year.
0: Well, I tell you what, Coach, we appreciate you joining us here today. Best of luck coming up with the Hawkeye 10 Conference Tournament. We'll talk to you again next week and kind of break down that upcoming sectional.
6: Yeah, thanks a bunch
0: you bet head coach shane vaughn again with the kemper wrestling program back with more from mcs coming up next year on 1380 am 95.1 fm kcim
4: you don't farm just for you there's generations before you and generations to come after you live up to a legacy as much as you build one for the future to come that's why the all-new gleaner s9 series combine blend technology and know-how gives you the very best in control comfort and combine performance it's a next generation of Gleaner for the next generation of
3: farming. Visit one of our locations in Irwin, Corning, or Pocahontas, or visit us online at robinsonimplement.com.
4: The all-new S9 series from Gleaner, built with farmer in mind.
0: We've got Deb Danner with the Carroll Boys swim team joining us here as we take a look at the last week for the Tigers. They went down to Lewis Central last Saturday and then traveled up to Spencer on Thursday night. Deb, appreciate you joining us on this Saturday morning. Kind of an odd Saturday morning. No swim meet for you today.
7: Yeah, it is a little bit different for us, so I'm kind of enjoying it. (laughs) Have
0: you had one off since last summer? (laughs) (laughs) No, not really. (laughs) That's kind of what I wondered. You have the summer swim season, and then you do the girls in the fall and the boys in the winter. You probably look forward to those holiday breaks uh, when when at least you don't have a meet, right? Definitely, yes. Deb, let's bounce back to Thursday. You guys went up to Spencer. Uh, Kind of a dominating performance up there. How did you feel like the guys swam?
7: Uh, you know the boys swim fantastic. Um, you know we're we're just ending our uh, tough week of practice here and um, didn't really expect a whole lot, but uh, yeah, the boys the boys did great. We had some personal best times and um, it's like I don't know maybe we need to work that hard all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who were the guys that had some of the PRs and what stood out for you about their performances?
7: Well, uh, yeah. So, like, Timothy Doe swam a couple of personal best times. Um, he he came up to me at the meet and said, "Deb, I'm feeling really good." And yes, he was. So he <laughs> did fantastic. Um, Jacob Graving swam a personal best in his 500, uh, which was really exciting for him. Um, you know, he started the season, he had to swim the 500, and was not looking forward to it at all, and. I got done with that race, and he was like, that felt pretty good. He goes, I think I can do faster. And it's like, well, all right. (laughs) I'm excited to see that. Um, So, yeah, you know, those were a couple of our our, uh, great swims that we had. And, you know, just all around, um, we swum some fantastic times.
0: Getting ready to head into the postseason here, and we'll talk about that here in a moment. Uh, Last time I chatted with you, um, you guys were still working on who's going to the relays. Did, Did Thursday night solidify some of that for you?
7: Uh, yeah, yeah, I think we got it all figured out now, so, um, we have to have it figured out, (laughs) we don't have much time left, (laughs) but yeah, um, you know, the boys showed me how, you know, their strengths, and, uh, yeah, I think we got things all set and ready to go. Where,
0: where do you think your strengths are going to be at in the relays heading into sectionals next weekend?
7: Uh, well, definitely the, the 200 will be a, a very good competitor there, um. know they we've always had great sprinters so uh our our free relay will definitely do well um the 400 is is looking pretty pretty good right now too so um you know if we can get a couple of seconds off of each swimmer they should be able to do very well at at uh districts so um our medley relay is looking pretty good and i think they got kind of an outside chance of making it to state also so um you know hopefully they'll get there it'll it'll be a new experience for those four boys so uh that would be really exciting for them
0: coach one guy i haven't brought up to you a lot this year that really seems to have been swimming well is sam jansen what did you see from him thursday night
7: yeah sam he swam he swam fantastic um swam in the 50 and the 100 free um you know like i said we've we've been working hard busting it really hard at practice um swim right within the times that I was expecting out of him. Um, you know, and he's a fantastic swimmer all around. You know, he swims IM for me, you know, he he's a great backstroker, um swims fly. So yeah, he, he can swim anything for me and he will do very well in anything he swims. So, um that's always exciting. So it's it's uh okay, where are we gonna put Sam for districts? What what do we think he can do? So um, you know, I it, we'll we'll talk it over and, and figure out what it is he thinks he wants to try
0: let's bounce back real quick here to the lewis central invite um you knew going in it was going to be a really tough field sounded like uh, maybe even stronger than than what everybody expected uh you had eight finishes in the top 10 three in the top five what did the boys and what did you take away from that meet last weekend
7: um we have to pay attention to the details um you know, we had a couple of big DQs that kind of hurt us. Uh, it's it's the details, um, you know, and, and we've been working on that all week. And and I, I'm hoping we've got this all figured out now. We need to have it all figured out now. Um, but, yeah, you know, it, it's the end of the season, and, and now they're seeing, you know, yep, we're strong enough, yep, we're fast enough, but we have to pay attention to the little details, the, the relay exchanges, the, the starts, the underwaters, the turns. Um, you know, just the the basics that we start the season with and refinish the season with.
0: Is that gonna be the main focus in practice this week? And and how much will you have them in the pool working on things?
7: Oh yeah, you know, we'll we'll work turns, we'll work relays. Um, we go more into a rest period now. Uh this is our taper so the boys are pretty excited about that. Um, <laughs> get a little bit of rest and, and uh always gotta like that. So yeah, you know, and we'll we'll just keep working those little details, but get plenty of rest.
0: We'll talk a little bit more next Saturday about your guys' sectional, but kind of peeking ahead at it. How do you feel like it looks, and 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 where do you feel like right now you guys can can slide into that mix?
7: Yeah, um, so I'm looking for us to place fourth overall. Uh, we have Dowling there, we have Ames there, um, Sioux City is there, and I think uh, we can finish after those three teams. Um, Gowling's going to show us some fantastic times along with Ames, Um, you know, and uh, we don't normally see those two teams throughout the season, so, you know, it'll be kind of exciting to see what we can do up against them. Um, Sioux City we've seen a few times, so we know what they can do, um, but always looking forward to races against them. We always have some nice, tight races, so, uh, you know, hopefully we come out on top.
0: Well, Coach, appreciate your time. Enjoy your day off if you get the opportunity to, and we'll look forward to catching up with you again uh, next week to talk about that section of coming up next Saturday.
7: You bet. Thank you.
0: You bet. Head Coach Deb Danner again with the Carroll Boys Swim Team back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show here on KCIM.
1: Car crashes don't happen in slow motion.
0: They happen fast. In a crash, there's no time to check if your child's in the right car seat. Don't think you know. No, you know. Visit safercar.gov the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Eric Noggle, the head wrestling coach for the Carroll Tigers, joining us here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. And, Coach, uh, you're exhausted, but I appreciate you giving us some time here today.
8: (laughs) Thank you. No problem.
0: (laughs) I don't know what's worse. You are the poor guys having to wrestle, but you and I were talking here during the commercial break uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, over the last week and a half. I think you guys have wrestled a lot.
8: Yeah, we wrestle a lot, guys. The guys, I gotta give them credit, man. They're 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 grinding it out and they're doing what everything's asked. I, I know I'm tired. I can I can only imagine what they are. They're tired and they're they're wrestling really hard and and doing everything they're supposed to right now and and good things are happening.
0: Tired and probably getting a little hungry as well. <laughs> They're
8: always hungry. Absolutely.
0: To Growing boys, always hungry. I yep. I, I kind of remember those days.
8: <laughs> we talk about it, I'm always hungry too. Uh,
0: yes, absolutely. <laughs> Me too. So, uh, Coach, let's start girls wrestling. We talked a little bit last week about that uh, here on the show with the Friday stuff, but uh, both Sienna and uh, Elsie uh, wrestled on Saturday as well as the boys uh, were down at the Herb Ergrins wrapping that up. Uh, how did you feel like things? What was kind of the emotion? Of the girls coming back from that first uh, state wrestling tournament for those two,
8: uh, you know, I, I think they're a little disappointed that you know they didn't place. But you know, it's the state tournament; everybody wants to place, and sometimes not everybody does. There, no, nobody does. At <laughs> them. But uh, I think they're really excited. I talked to them. You know, we 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 had discussion. Like I said, Elsie almost started crying. You know, she, she you know watching her brothers grow up, and then just being able to experience that and have that opportunity to be able to experience it—it it was a great thing. And it's a great thing for the program, it's a great thing for girls wrestling, it's a great thing for the state of Iowa. But, I mean, you really can't look at too many things that are negative about it. I mean, I'm very happy, very proud of those girls and like I told them, I said, "Way to make history, you know, being the first girls to compete in the state wrestling tournament and represent Carroll High School."
0: absolutely coach so we congratulate them uh, and the future looking bright we had you on Tuesday morning to kind of talk about um, you know the state wrestling now or girls wrestling being sanctioned by the state of Iowa so that's a, that's a great for the future. Of girls wrestling, I mentioned you guys headed over to Ida Grove for day number two. Had to be really, really happy bringing home a fourth place finish over there this year. Um, have you guys ever finished that high? Because I can't remember that in my 18 years of being here.
8: No, the hardest, highest we ever finished was seventh place. So that was that. That was the first time. It was also the first time that we brought everybody back on day two. Yep. Um, what did I say? We with nine guys. Yep. Went with nine guys down there and. If you look at everybody else, everybody that placed ahead of us, which is Don Bosco, who's number one in Class 1A, um, Sergeant Bluff-Luton, who's number three, four, whatever rankings you want to do in Class 2A, and then a team from Kansas that travels all over the country, and I think they're one of the top teams in Kansas, and and then us, you know, everybody else had full lineups, and you look after us, we're running nine guys, and I can't say enough about the guys, they wrestled hard. and. They wanted a place, and and got to the end, you know. And we, our goal was top five. If we hit top five, and they were doing well, and we started getting that four, and you know that five back and forth with West Lyon, West Hancock, it was kind of the three of us, three man race there. And and uh, the boys wanted it, and they fought, and and then they finished finish as best as they could. And it was a great experience. Kids wrestled out of their minds, and the fan base was great, and everybody was great. It was just a lot of fun. Kids enjoyed it, coaches enjoyed it.
0: Coach, eight of your wrestlers uh, end up uh, placing and on the podium that day. That's going to make you guys feel good. And I had you twenty-one and thirteen. in you know, matches on Saturday alone, so uh, a dominant performance with eleven of those wins coming by fall, three by major decision, one by sudden victory, uh, and five of those by decision. So it sounds like the guys went out and wrestled aggressively.
8: Man, you got that thing broken down way better than <laughs> I ever.
7: Um, yeah,
8: put eight on the podium and go out there and you know that. Our guys work hard and, and I think I was talking to my wife the other day after after the meet on Thursday, this Thursday, that our guys just when they get the opportunity to get people on their back, they're just like dogs on a bone. They just they're not gonna let it go and they're gonna work for falls and that's one thing I think our team's really improved on is just those positions to get to the falls and work that way and you know, bonus points always helps and when you send nine guys in you've gotta get bonus points and that's what our, that's what these guys work for and they look for.
0: Coach, uh, you brought up Thursday. We're going to jump to that here in a moment, uh, but uh, do want to go back to Tuesday. How much did wrestling Thursday, Friday, Saturday uh, affect you guys uh, when you went down to Lewis Central on Tuesday? Ended up going one and two in duels. I know uh, Creston extremely good, Lewis Central's traditionally, and so is Harlan strong teams. But uh, how did you feel like you guys wrestled that day? And having wrestled so much just a few days prior to that, did that impact you guys at all?
8: I. I I would say probably we were, I don't know, I want to say we were beat up. I mean, our guys were sore, tender, and that turnaround over the weekend and not being able to recuperate, you know, and be have that three-day kind of break in there till Thursday at least, you know, and and that that turnaround to come in. And we wrestled really good against Harlan. I mean, we, we had it figured out, and we wrestled probably to the best of our abilities in there, and we had to bump some guys around and pull some guys out. We pulled Carter out that, that turn, or that – both those duels and you know and we and we wrestled good and guys jumped in and did their spot and then we get to lewis central and I, I don't know if we just kind of let the foot off the gas a little bit and then cooper wasn't feeling the best we kind of pulled him too so you pulled two your guys out and put some guys in and and uh kind of step up and i don't know if they just shocked a little bit but we just we didn't wrestle the way we, we needed to wrestle we just didn't stick together as a team and we kind of fell a little bit and then we ended up with Creston at the end and then, then would you know, I, I just felt like kinda we were in survival mode, you know, three duels and, and and Creston catches you in there and they're just solid. We talked to Downey and they're just they're just solid. They don't have any world beaters, they're just consistent, fourteen weights and they just wrestle hard and I think we just kinda got I wanna say shell shocked in there. We just couldn't get that snowball effect that we always used to the momentum to our effect and, and it kind of kind of fell a little bit and The guys knew I wasn't, I I, I guess I wasn't in the best mood after that because we just didn't wrestle the way we're capable and we're way better than that. And, you know, I made it note to them that we traveled two and some hours and and we we got to be ready to battle and be prepared. And and I don't know if it's just too much of it or whatever. I I don't know. It, It just didn't turn out.
0: And coach, uh, speaking of ones that didn't turn out, you you, you beat Webster City six five in matches wrestled on Thursday at home, but end up falling in the duel forty six to thirty two on on Thursday night. Um, you got one of those high weights uh, you know filled, but uh, still disappointing to, to actually probably win the majority of the matches that are out on the mat, but uh, end up losing the team duel.
8: Yeah, yeah, it's 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 where we're at and. We can't change it, you know. Losing Thaddeus at 160 probably hurts us a little bit more, you know. And and getting Connor back in at 220, then we're only giving up two, you know. It's kind of that here and there, but you can't help it. Guy breaks his hand, and you know we're just we just don't have guys ready to move into that position. I could probably throw somebody in, but we're just not ready for that. And then you move you move um, Justin around and throw Cole Miller in there, and you know helps us out a little bit. But some of the matchups just didn't turn out right, and a lot of that comes down to matchups. And, you know, Webster City is traditionally a dual state team, and they have qualifiers all the time, and they're ranked number 10, and, and we're right there. I mean, you look at our, well, I think we have seven, eight losses. They're all by ranked teams. I mean, besides Lewis Central, that one we fell kind of there, but everybody's ranked, and everybody's got full lineups. And when you give up three weight classes, it's really hard to win. But, like you said, winning six of the five, and, you know, we just. Like I told their coach, he was kind of nervous a little bit there, and I said, we just didn't have the firepower. You know, we just don't have that firepower to finish there. And he goes, thank God you didn't because you probably would have caught us. So that's a a compliment to our guys and and, and what they're doing and believing in how we're working. And, you know, turning around and and winning Boone was, that was was the exciting one, baby.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, and that's got to give you some momentum going into today's Rockford River Conference that you guys get a host today.
8: Yeah, yeah, that that really sends it off. You know, I told the guys, we win, we're fourth. You know, we lost to uh, Bondurant, who's, who's, you know, number one in the conference. And we lost to Carlisle and Winterset. Actually, it was Winterset-Carlisle. And then come down to Boone and Us for fourth and fifth. And fourth is a lot – the number four is a lot better than number five. So we told them about that. And we kind of moved some guys around a little bit. And Draylen again, started at 106 or, yeah, 113, whatever, and put Draylen out there. And, and that snowball started going. And once that snowball started going, it was really hard, hard to stop.
0: Well, Coach, I tell you what, uh, appreciate all your time here today. Uh, We'll talk a lot more next week about that Raccoon River Conference and hopefully a conference championship that you guys bring home later on today.
8: Well, we hope so, and uh, thanks for everything you guys do, and as always, go Tigers.
0: You bet. Head coach again, Eric Noggle, again with the Carroll Wrestling Program, back with more from MC's next here on KCIM.
1: It's that time of year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stopping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily specials, stop in today, try a slice of their homemade pie, a cup of soup, or all day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food, locally owned and operated for over 27 years. MC's, located on Highway 30 East in Carroll. Coming up the MC Country Cafe
0: Coaching Show on this Saturday morning, want to thank Randy Beeson, Sean Minahan, Tyler Tryon, Katie Cook, Shane Vaughn, Deb Danner, and Eric Noggle for all joining us today. Thanks to everybody down at MC's as well. Mark and the crew down there. Great food, great atmosphere. Check it out as soon as you get the chance. It is well worth your time to stop down, down, down at MC's. And don't forget, MC Coach Cafe show through the rest of this winter sports season each and every Saturday morning 8 to 9 o'clock here on KCIM. There is some local sports today in wrestling. Carol hosting at the Raccoon River Conference Tournament getting under way at 10 o'clock this morning. Kemper goes to the Hawkeye 10 Conference Tournament at 10.30. East at the Audubon Tournament beginning at 10 o'clock. Coon Rapids Beard goes to the ACGC Tournament starting at 9 this morning and South Central Calhoun is hosting their dual tournament starting at 10 o'clock this morning as well. In basketball, Kemper girls host Sioux City North. I'll have the broadcast for everybody on kick 106.7. Pre-game coverage today at around 2.20. ESAC, girls and boys as well go to GTRA. And that is, again, the MC Country Cafe Coaching Show for this Saturday morning. Don't forget, I'll have basketball coming up for you this afternoon on KICK. Have a great day, everybody.